I'm Caitlin, and this is Health Uncovered. Mental health, me and my emotions. Well, I'd say being mentally healthy is being happy, being willing to get up in the morning and wanting to just live your life. It kind of hits you at like certain points when you don't want it to hit you, but try not to break down. A lot of young people suffer with mental health issues due to our education system. We put a lot of pressure on our young people these days. Hello friends and welcome to Health Uncovered with me, Kel Spellman. In this series of podcasts, we're going to be looking at and discussing some of the issues that affect young people every day. Over the next few episodes, we're going to be asking and answering the questions that you want asked and dealing with the issues you want dealt with, all with the help of some people just like you and me who've had first-hand experience of these issues. We've also got a brilliant team of top health professionals on board to provide the experts' view and opinion. Today, we're going to be talking about managing your emotions and their impact on mental health. So, to kick things off, let's meet the people who are talking with me today. To my right, we have... Hi there, I'm Ben. I'm from Norwich. Thank you for coming along, Ben. Next to Ben, we have... Jazz. Hi, Jazz. Are you also from Norwich? Yep. Beautiful. Next to Jazz... Afia. Hello, Afia. And next to Afia, we've got... Amy. Now, guys, before we go any further, I think we should play a little bit of an icebreaker game too. Break the ice. I have got a game here, it's called the Dad Joke Challenge. Having good mental health is all about managing your emotions. So we're gonna see how well you can manage one of your emotions right now. We have Amy up against Jazz, and they're gonna take it in turns to tell each other some classic dad jokes. Whoever laughs first loses, and given the quality of some jokes here, we could be here quite a while. <laughs> so do you wanna start with your joke, Amy? What do you call a sheep with no legs? A cloud. <laughs> Okay. No laughter there. Can I go next? Go on, Jazz. What did JC call his girlfriend before they got married? Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Tough crowd. Do you know what Forrest Gump's password is? One Forrest One. That's a great joke. Why did the pony ask for a glass of water? Because he was a little horse. <laughs> <laughs> you got me and Ben. Okay, well, basically, what it's safe to say is out of that, Jazz and Amy, you were very good at keeping those emotions contained within. You didn't give anything away. Let's meet our experts who are involved in our discussion today. Uh, hi, I'm Nancy, and I'm a school nurse working as part of the 0-19 team in Norfolk. I'm Jess. I'm also a school nurse. We're basically the health professional there for young people. Whether they be in school or outside of school, we provide a service for them. Well, thank you all for coming today. The subject that we are talking about, of course, is dealing with emotions. Now, everyone, not just young people and teenagers, but all adults as well, has emotional health and well-being. So one of the first questions we should start with around the table is going, do you consider yourself emotionally healthy? I'd say at the minute I do. I know I've been through a period where it has been tough, but so does most people in the world, and it's just realising that everyone does. Mm -hmm. Jazz? At the moment it is, but it fluctuates a lot, so depending on what day it is usually, then it would probably change to probably quite bad, but the moment's quite good. Okay. I don't know, it kind of hits you at like certain points when you don't want it to hit you, but try not to break down. <laughs> Amy? I feel like at the moment I am, but recently I've been through like a stage where I haven't been happy. I get headaches. 
I get horrible stress-induced migraines. Mm -hmm. So I kind of know when I'm stressed before I know, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. What seemed to be quite a common thing there between all of our answers was that as well, like we say, it kind of, it comes and goes. But are there any other telltale signs for when you can recognise that actually maybe I'm not in the best kind of mental health state at the moment? I'd say with me, I get fairly aggressive when I'm not feeling myself, when I'm not feeling kind of down. I become a lot more aware around everything and I start end up having go at my brothers through just the simplest of things, mm-hmm. which I don't actually mean to, but that's how I can tell quite quickly. I'm a little bit self-destructive, like you said, just pushing people away and then not, not wanting to talk to anyone throughout the whole day, even though it should help me. I mean, I feel we're kind of on the right track there that we can at least acknowledge when maybe our emotional or mental health is kind of a little bit out of kilter, so yeah. to speak. Would you say that's right and fair? Yeah, and other things tend to suffer at the same time. So looking after your own physical health as well. So things like eating properly probably goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, resorting to, you know, instant pickups. You're reaching for those energy drinks. You're reaching for the high mm-hmm. sugar, high fat things because you get some comfort from them mm-hmm. and you're not building in regular meals. Maybe sleep goes out the window because you're either fretting or worrying about something. Self-care tends to drop a bit when you're experiencing difficulties around your emotional health it really just seems to have a knock-on effect on basically your whole yeah. life really. yeah yeah i think that's what a lot of people don't recognize and it's not just young people i think adults don't recognize it as well that if you're not feeling emotionally well you're like ben's just said you know you're, you're less tolerant to people as well so people around you that are wanting to help and support you're almost pushing away and then you mm. become isolated I think a lot about emotional health is losing your joy and your interest in life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we sort of recognise a lot in young people is I recognise what Ben's saying about cutting those relationships down, becoming more aggressive and losing those connections and the things that make, you know, make life basically joyful. You, mm-hmm. you lose them when you're struggling a bit. Would you guys, from maybe, um, you know, friends' experiences or what you've heard, say there's particular triggers that can knock you off balance a little bit and maybe send you, you know, a little bit out of sync? Or does it just kind of come and go and happen at any random point? For me, there are particular triggers that can start it up, but then sometimes it just depends on the mood you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of 50-50 on that part. So there can be triggers sometimes, but it will sometimes just be led on by just waking up on the wrong side of the bed. I do agree with what Jazz is saying. However, I do think um, part of the reason why a lot of young people suffer with mental health issues is due to our education system. We put a lot of pressure on our young people these days to succeed in life, get like GCSEs as a be all and end all. And I don't know about my peers sitting here, but I was very stressed during my GCSE time and I'm sure that they agree with me as well. Just cried for the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two years of crying. Do you think there is enough support and help within schools? Because I remember mine as well, and they are a very stressful time. I felt that it was kind of accepted that you'd be stressed at these times, which is fine, but do you think there's maybe more conversations that could be had? I think what you just said, actually, is key, that you're expected to feel stressed at that time. But my experience is it depends on the locality where you are and what school you go to. Some schools... They put on some support groups. I don't know if your school's ever had any anywhere where yeah. you could go, like, quiet rooms and things like My that. My old and... school had a system called the Friendly Faces where they yeah. had, like, an anti-bullying, and you've actually been involved in that yourself, Cal. And I did get a lot of support from them. 
Mm-hmm. They were just a really great idea. Do you also feel, though, that some young people don't actively go out and seek support? Because I know we're quite keen on empowering young people like yourselves to, to go out and actively seek support, and it's not always going to come to you. I've only recently told my mum about it. Right. So it's been like a long time without any support or help. Yeah. Because I thought I couldn't stick by myself. And then you're, like, too scared to tell someone because you think they're going to judge you and turn around and say, there's nothing wrong with you. But you obviously feel like there is. Do you feel better now when you've spoken to your mum? Do you think it's a weight's lifted? Yeah. 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 Do do you guys, can you ever see if your friends are experiencing some some tough times? Can you notice that? Or are they they quite good at keeping it inside and, and kind of not letting on? Is it noticeable or is it not? Or do you all kind of just keep it underneath? My friends prefer to hide their emotions to everyone, including their families. But due to me going through a lot of stuff in my time, I can recognise the signs, so I'll help them through it. In my personal opinion, it depends on friends. Some friends you know really well, some people you don't know as well. And those people you don't know as well, you don't know how they react to certain circumstances. But the ones you do know fairly well you can sort of notice different changes just in the way they behave, in the way they talk. Where do you think it comes from, this thing of keeping everything, you know, building up inside you? Well, when we see anything in, in sort of like on the social media or we're looking at things on um, on the television, everybody's telling you what a wonderful time you're supposed to be having as a young person, you know. Mm. Your life is in front of you, you're going to university, you're doing this, you're going to achieve this. The expectations that young people today experience are huge in comparison to when I was going through college and university. And nobody ever, or very rarely, puts that they're having a rubbish time you know, Facebook is full of all these smiling pictures. Instagram has got all these groovy makeup effects. God knows what else on there. But actually, if you're having a really rubbish time, you can't share that. Mm-hmm. And I think as adults as well, the same effects are there for adults around you always must be achieving, you always must be experiencing a fabulous time. Mm-hmm. And life, frankly, isn't like that. If you're not ready to share, that's absolutely fine. But I think it's recognising that when you're adopting some of these behaviours like shutting people out or starting to self-harm you're not potentially dealing with it in a way that you think you are and the behaviours that you're doing like maybe not taking care about how you're sleeping Mm. the fact that actually you're probably not eating three meals or you're you know existing on high energy drinks only will impact on your emotional health and how you're actually feeling so actually love yourself do your own like emergency kit for the days that you're feeling down chocolate features quite heavily in my emergency <laughs> kit ice cream yeah me. you know think about Bottle the thing yeah. well <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure about ben that ben. Over it. no Woo. ben no please <laughs> steer away from the alcoholic yeah. beverages well actually on a serious note steer away from alcohol because yeah. it does have a depressant effect yeah. on you try not to use it and abuse it but think about things like in your first aid kit, maybe you want, you've got a favourite film that you absolutely love. For me, probably, which will show my age, it'll be Dirty Dancing. Um, oh, that's one of my favourites. No one puts baby in the corner. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mine's very poppin', so... Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 Nice. So, Think about those things. Maybe you are somebody who's madly into friends or whatever. It needs to be something that gives you a feel-good effect. A bath bomb is always handy. Bubble bath, those sort of things. Just a bath in general, I think, is is, is great for the soul and mind. Yeah. 
It gives you that time, fun. doesn't it? You could have some music, some candles. You're Clean actually... pyjamas. Clean sir. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been great chatting. I'm going to go and run myself a bath. Thank you. Only time I ever have a bath when I'm stressed. Because it's one of those zones where you can just go and have a bit of you time. And I particularly feel very strongly that we don't give ourselves enough time to look in at kind of what's going on and just to check in on, am I okay? There's a phrase that I like to use a lot, is sometimes you've got to do you. Yeah. And it's not worrying about everyone else. You really have got to put yourself first. I didn't realise it till it was a bit too late, though. You know, you said about eating habits and mm. stuff like that. I was five enough, but one meal a day, yeah. kind of still out. Mm. And then my mum told me that I was losing weight, but I haven't realised until I've gone from size 12 to now a size mm. eight really quickly. How do you notice what is a normal reaction to maybe your, your mood going off to quite an extreme reaction? Because, you know, it seems like it took you a little bit of a while or someone to actually point it out. Is there any way in which we can come to that realisation ourselves quicker? Probably not, because that's almost using that same analogy as waving a magic wand. Only you know you. And I'm a big fan of reflection. How many of you go home and think of one thing that you've done really well today that you're really proud of, something that happened that you think, well, I'd never want that to happen again, or actually, what could I do differently? Nancy mentioned, touched on earlier about social media and our phones. Have an hour or two where you turn it off and you actually reflect on the day. And I think that if we could learn to do that more you might recognise, like what you, you just asked, Cal, is that, you know, you're going to potentially know that actually this did happen today and that wouldn't have normally happened in that situation. Mm -hmm. But if you're constantly busy and thinking of other things and or trying to put it off, you, you, you might not recognise I me. Mean, was you buying clothes? Did you not even recognise that you was having to go down in clothes sizes until somebody else pointed? So no. is that because you're distracted or because potentially you didn't want to recognise that because you just didn't want to open that door and everything's going to come flooding in, I all just, those things I've put to one side. I didn't know until, like, I put on jeans that I haven't worn in, like, a long time, yeah. and then they're just kind of, like, hanging off you. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah. I haven't been eating properly. Your mum's obviously picked up on that as well, and you're able to now quite openly, which is lovely, say that into a room full of strangers almost. Mm -hmm. That's the difficulty I was going through. Yeah, and just because that seems almost like an unconscious reaction you know to whereas if I get angry I'm conscious I'm not going to punch a wall but if I chose to do that I have chosen to go oh I'm dead angry but but it can also affect you where it just it changes you and alters what you're doing or how you feel without you even realizing yeah. would, would you say that you guys might have friends who've experienced kind of things happening where they've not even realized it until you've had to go whoa 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 you need to what's up because you're really kind of acting out of character I've had friends where you know they've um trying to think of who was it now I can't remember my friend's name but where it was a good week good friend, uh, yeah good friend it was a while back when, when we were in school but it was a week where he just was really it was like he was a different person and it was only until me and two friends pulled him aside in the playground and went bro what's going on do you know what I mean you've been been rude to us kicking off in class like what is the problem that's only then when he kind of was like oh yeah we're on Friday and then he kind of put it all together did we, does that happen to you guys uh, I'd say not as extreme, but when you start noticing signs and you do say something to someone, I've had people break down in tears. I think they just need someone to turn around to them and say, it's going to be OK. Mm -hmm. mm. 
Yeah, definitely. One of my really close friends was in a very toxic relationship and we no- kind of noticed that her mental health was kind of dwindling and she was a bit more kind of quiet and she's not really a quiet person and she was a bit more isolated. She didn't really go out with her friends anymore like she used to. And um, me and another friend, just like you said with your friend, we basically said, are you OK? And that was when she told us all about it. So we just tried to help her through that. Jess, Nancy, do you mind if I ask you a quick question? I don't know if you guys would agree, but I've got a few friends who, whenever they're talking about a problem and I go, you need to talk to someone about this, Mm -hmm. they'll turn around and go, they won't understand. What would you say to those sort of people who turn around and go, people won't understand? You don't know until you try. And that nobody really is ever going to understand fully your situation because it's unique to you. But what we are able to do is to try and put ourselves in your situation and see what's going on for you. Yeah. When I've had things going on, I think, well, you can't possibly understand how I feel because you, you're not in this situation. But what I do know is that actually when I've shared it with somebody eventually, I've just felt 100% better through them just having an insight into what's going on for me. And I think part of our role as school nurses or public health nurses working with five to 19-year-olds, I mean, we're absolutely passionate about young people. Mm. That's why we do this job. And we won't necessarily understand, but what we'll hopefully demonstrate by the way that we talk to you is that we're there for you and that we will try our hardest to support you, to think of ways through it, to maybe give you some of the tools to actually manage those feelings. And we believe that you have a right to be emotionally well, and that's why we do the job. I feel one of the kind of main themes that I've definitely picked up on throughout our chat is that it happens to us all. Yeah, yeah. That everyone goes through it. It is absolutely okay and fine if you're experiencing these kind of emotions or thoughts or problems. But the, the third thing, and it seems to be just talking and, and actually just, mm-hmm. if you can, you know, and it's like I said, I know it's a lot easier said than done, but just trying to unload and, yeah. and just, you know, yeah. have a conversation or, or be the ear for someone. Yeah. Just to finish us off, if you were to, if we were sat with someone now who's kind of been listening to this chat and it's kind of, you know, it's a few things we spoke about have resonated and maybe they haven't had chance to go and speak to someone yet, what would you say to them? Like, So my one piece of advice would be, you know, do you, put yourself first, and then from there everything else will follow. I don't know if you guys have anything you might want to add, just as a, as a little kind of pearl of wisdom or bit of advice. I need no. to stop being everyone's 24-7 pre-therapist, <laughs> I guess. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Always have a friend by you. Don't be alone for anything. There's lots of ways that you can access support without actually seeing somebody physically. So in Norfolk, we run a texting service for young people. That's a totally anonymous service, so they can text in and that is answered by school nurses. But also you can access support online. There's loads of different websites out there. NHS Choice is a really good place to start with because they've got young person pages. And from there, they'll probably then you'll be able to get link into other websites like Young Minds. Well, guys... Thank you so much. I've um, thoroughly enjoyed listening to your chat and, and having this conversation. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for. So those of you listening to this podcast, you can click the subscribe button. Go on, I know you want to do it. It'll be on whatever app or device you are listening to this podcast on. And then basically you'll be able to get the rest of the series delivered automatically to your phone or MP3 player or whatever device you're listening to on whenever it is ready. And you can listen to it when you want. So 
Just going to give you a couple of seconds because I know you really want to do it. Sit. Brilliant. We're going to be tackling and talking about a whole load of different issues in these podcasts from bullying to anxiety. So please make sure you are involved. I want to say a massive thank you to the team today. First of all, to Nancy and Jess and to my young people who have been so open and so brilliant. Thank you so much. Ben, Jazz, Afia and Amy. And thank you to you guys for listening. Guys, have a wonderful rest of your day. And that was me and my emotions uncovered with me, Casper. This is Health Uncovered with Children and Young People's Health Services, Norfolk. Health Uncovered is recorded with NHS professionals who help young people, like school and public health nurses. To find out how to get confidential support with any health issue, speak to your GP or ask in school.